0: and welcome to the Curious Collective podcast, conversations designed for the conscious community to create awareness around the holistic approaches that are out there. So I encourage you to tap into the wisdom and knowledge of our guests to heal, transform and live as your true soulful self. I am very pleased to have with us today the beautiful Michaela Duffy, who is a naturopath among many other skills and talents. So I'm going to hand straight over to her and what is it that you do? And please introduce yourself. Hello, thank you for inviting me. I feel very um, privileged to have a chat today. And so, yeah,
1: a bit of background about me is that I'm a degree trained naturopath and nutritionist, uh, originally from the UK and um, studied over here um, back about 20 years ago um i have a very strong interest in herbalism and which is part of my degree but i've studied many aspects of traditional herbalism since then um i also offer epigenetic nutrition which is a way to help women determine uh, the best approach to their food um, and the timing and the types of food that they should be eating and also their movement and lifestyle based on um measuring the bone structure of their body um which influences their hormones Mm -hmm. um so i didn't actually say but my specialist or my uh, strong area of interest is females Mm -hmm. um not exclusively but that is my passion um i also um, have a background as an energy healer which um, i did way before i was ever a naturopath so that always comes into my practice Um, And I do um, physical body treatments as well, which incorporates traditional herbalism, um, using herbs on the skin and on the body, but also um, very specific abdominal massage, um, which is super helpful for women's reproductive health, fertility, um, scars and adhesion work um, and digestive issues Mm. and Finally, I also offer home visits for new moms um, as a way to support them in in similar ways in those early uh, postpartum weeks um, to help them get themselves on track and and
0: be in the best place that they can be. My goodness, there is so much there. Like there's so many questions that I have (laughs) just to ask you just out of what it is that you do. Firstly though, hormones wow everyone needs to learn more and know more about Mm -hmm. how to balance and live beautifully in sync with their own hormones so what got you into sort of that specifically was it was it something you'd been through personally or
1: yeah and I think that's often the journey for most practitioners is that they've had that lived experience Mm -hmm. and you know as life goes on and you know there might be moments in in life that suddenly the penny drops or there's a there's a shift on some level um, then the exploring starts to happen. And I think we can all identify with that for, for some things. Um, so for me, yes, um, as a teen going into my periods, you know, I was in the UK, the north of England wasn't necessarily something that was super talked about, um, you know, and I suffered, I really suffered with my periods. And um, it was hard for me to function on the days when, you know, especially in those early years. And, you know, the response was because, you know, my mom's best knowledge that she also had is, well, I suffered too and so did you, Nana. So it's like, it's just something that you have to put up with. Um, and, you know, digestive problems, you know, never feeling quite right and then taking that through into my 20s. Um, but yeah, having huge um, challenges with my own hormone balance and my periods in general, my PMS time just led me to really... Start to explore that and have an interest, and things you know fell into my lap. And um, I remember the first thing that really struck with me was my sister actually bought me a book for my birthday called Body Foods for Women by a nutritionist called Jane Clark in the UK. And she was talking about our recipes for PMS, recipe, recipes for insomnia. And it was like this aha moment where I was like, Oh, so things that go in your mouth actually make a difference to your hormones. Um, and I really didn't know that. Most people don't think about it either. So I think that was the real start of that interest. And then life life took me on a journey and yeah. here we are today.
0: And I love that. I, we're going to get more into how you got into what you do and, and that sort of part. But what I'd really love to also talk into before we do that is the herbs. So I absolutely love herbalism as well. How do you weave that in the holistic approach to support hormones and movement and all the things that you're doing?
1: So plants are incredible beings. And I say beings because they do have a life force and they are um, to be interacted with. You know, they are part of our natural world and every plant has its own quality to offer. And when we start to look at um, medicinal herbs, that can mean you know herbalism that you would think about in you know um, a typical dispensary where you would get those um, prescribed to you or it could be teas it could be the applying herbs to the body as I mentioned before um, in a in a conscious way it can also be culinary herbs the things that you've got in your pantry you know they also have medicinal properties Mm. particularly you know for helping to improve digestion or move mucus from the body or help um, improve um, immune responses, for example, thyme, it's absolutely brilliant. Herb, yeah. and you know, just something really simple as making a thyme tea can be a really good preventative for, um, you know, when cold season comes around. So, um, herbalism is easily accessible when we actually know what, what to do, and it can sometimes just take a little bit of information for anybody to be able to use herbs in their daily life. It doesn't have to be you know, this big, um, you know, prescriptive kind of um, deal, I guess. Um, it can be something that you can take control of in your own life if you have the information. Yeah. Get curious, listeners. Mm, get curious exactly.
0: about herbs. Yeah. And so the thing that I love the most about what you said at the start, apart from the hormones stuff, because everyone needs to concentrate on that, is that you got into what you're doing, but previously had been doing energy work. And now you can weave this into what you're doing, you know, in its entirety. And I'm like, wow, that is powerful right there.
1: Yeah, and, and energy can come from the plant medicines too. You know, I, I don't think I actually answered the question about how ho- um, hormones are affected by herbs, but there's a lot of herbs that are very specifically able to manipulate herbs in a positive way, mm. you know, in in a way that cannot be replicated outside of nature.
0: Mm. Plants
1: have a synergy of action. And so even when there's clinical trials done on a plant, they might look at constituents and say, okay, we can see that this constituent has this, let's say anti-inflammatory action, or it helps to modulate estrogen. But it's not possible to make a drug that works in exactly the same way because there's so many different elements to that plant it's alchemy it's magic Mm -hmm. and it cannot literally be replicated by
0: (laughs) yeah so we just had a little bit of a break in the recording then because our internet dropped out but Michaela was talking beautifully about the the synergies and beautiful qualities of the plant not being able to be replicated by by modern modern clinical trials
1: yeah so um when there's lots of drugs made from herbs and that's you know how medicine started you know for example aspirin it's from the salicylic, salicylic acid from um, the willow plant. Um, but it doesn't have the same action as the willow because willow also works in so many other ways on the body. So um, we can't we can't get close to the plant magic that's available. And when we really you know use that plant as an ally, it can help to balance the hormones in all kinds of ways. For example, it might help to support good ovulation. It might help to clear estrogen through the liver. Um, so we have better hormone balance and less breast pain or um, PMS symptoms or heavy bleeding. It might be rich in iron, which helps to support um, you know, the bleeding process of the body too to help depletion.
0: Mm.
1: We might help with um, increasing progesterone if that part of the cycle is not are optimal and causes infertility issues. So there's so many ways that the plants work in in synergy with the body and they often have a modulation action rather than a increase or decrease. And that's something that modern medicine just can't do. It has, you have to choose one or the other. Whereas the plant kind of, you know, works with the body and figures out what, what is needed, which is incredible.
0: It like um, helps to bring the body back into homeostasis, its natural state. Exactly. Mm. So when it's dosed correctly, um, yeah, it can be
1: incredibly powerful. And in terms of the energetic aspects of the plants, when I prescribe herbally like that, I'm also thinking about the herbal energetic. And that mm. can be looked at from lots of different um, aspects such as if the, the plant has cold energy or warming energy, mm-hmm. if it has moistening or drying actions, if it with a plant, for example, a grimini, which is a really nice um, herb that I use frequently uh, on an energetic level, it's working for people who um, tend to put on a happy persona and hide their true feelings and, and say, everything's fine when, you know, actually that plant will help to gently nudge them um and we don't it's not even something i need to necessarily discuss with anybody but maybe i will depending on if it feels appropriate just to help them to relax and you know relax into what they're truly feeling Mm. at the same time as those herbs are working in a really physical way for the ailments that they have come to see me about so you know everything is connected when we are stuck emotionally then physically the body will give us those messages so that's the beauty about working with plants there's so many layers and so many stories Mm. and um traditional herbalists have written books about plant pictures where you know one herb has got a personality and it's very typical to a particular type of person and sometimes when you meet certain people they are so strongly it's like you're a chamomile you are a chamomile all over and I'm going to prescribe you chamomile no matter what, mm. and it's it's beautiful when you see how it really helps them. And mm. um, so yeah, I find that really fun and exciting about her.
0: I love that. That's completely fascinating. And you're complete love for the herbs is like it it gives you such this extensive knowledge that you can even just interact with someone and know exactly what herb they need (laughs) yeah if you hear
1: naturopaths talking together we're really geeky
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's so good so how is it that you got into this amazing work was there a pivotal point or it's just been a gradual journey i think
1: you know getting into energy work in my 20s was definitely a big shift um it, it woke me up to what's out there that there's so much more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then the book from my sister, you know, so just these little key points. And then I came over to Oz traveling and um, with an open mind and just said, maybe I'll just look around and see if there's anything on offer. That's something that I could study that I would be interested in. Mm-hmm. And that was on kind of day one of landing. And by day two, I I'd bumped into somebody <laughs> Um, by coincidence, of course. And after chatting, she told me that she was coming back to study nutrition because she was also um, from the UK. So she was coming to study naturopathy. And I said, what's that? And when she explained it, it's like everything just switched on in my body. And I was like, this is everything I need. And she said, oh, that's cool. Just come back to my place. I'll give you the curriculums for the entire country but she didn't need them anymore and so I spent that year traveling around and visiting those colleges that I got to really kind of weigh up where I wanted to be yeah um so I feel like I was truly called to do this work Mm. um and there's been a lot of kind of coincidences like that over the years that have led me and yeah in all these directions to study in different ways and um yeah I feel really grateful that I've had the Courage to follow that path, even when it's been really difficult, and it's there's been some huge um risks that I've taken in order to to do it.
0: But That's what uh, I was going to say. Yeah, is I yeah. I think it's beautiful that you followed the pull and and listened to yourself and and mm-hmm. are where you are because of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I remember a conversation we had where you told me about um, an experience you had where you went to an island and was Mm. like a herbal immersion are you able to share that with the listeners
1: so that was in 2017 and i'd heard about it through another student that i knew in australia who'd done it previously so um there's a program that runs once a year and three students um are invited to go or you know um approved to go and we live on um, a farm on the really tiny island just off the west coast of Scotland. And the guy who owns the farm is a herbal master. He ran the only herbal masters program in the world at one stage and and supervised some really big kind of big name herbalists. If you only to get geeky? <laughs> but um, so now he allows these three people to, to go and stay on the farm for two months. And we do this for herbal immersion where... We spend every day in the world of plants and and you know the plant people and interacting with them and that means that we go out into nature and we go searching and, and learn wildcrafting and identifying you know particular medicinal plants we meditate with them we draw them we we talk to them we you know we observe them we do Full studies on our particular plan of choosing and um, we make medicine and um, and we
0: just we do all things it's the ultimate geeky experience well oh, it sounds amazing <laughs> i've got all these names popping into my head of all these people i know that i hope listen to this because they would love something like that yeah
1: <laughs> they do do a, like a two-week intensive within that two months as well so we got to meet a lot of other people so for some people if two months is impossible then the two weeks is really great and um it was a life-changing experience for me for sure and that's how I brought in more of that the stuff that I was really craving that I didn't get from my degree necessarily that really energetic work and the very traditional herbalism that isn't so much a part of the studies in this country at all and if you meet herbalists in the UK they are true gardeners, you know, they're in the woolly jumpers and dirty fingernails and, you know, they're, they're making their own medicines, whereas mm. here it's very clinically trained. Mm. Um, so I think it's important to have the balance of both. You need the science and you need the grassroots because that's what gets lost. And that's the stuff that's actually going to save people's nervous systems Yeah. and um, the daily practices mm. that they can do, all the things that they
0: can access and um, to keep them, in, you know, in a good place. Yeah, for sure. There's You've got such a beautiful balance of all the knowledges and all the different things that you've plucked all your knowledge from to bring your delivery your offering today. And one of the things that I really wanted to ask is, is a lot of women that I deal with and a lot of my friends have had issues with fertility and I know that sometimes, you know, the system hasn't necessarily even worked for them. So I was wondering if you could talk into like the emotional energetic side of fertility and and if that's something that you help people with
1: yeah it's it's a big thing these days and i think it's getting bigger Mm -hmm. um is that because we're getting more and more caught up in the western living you know we're moving faster we are trying to fit more into our day we've got more toxins in our environment stress is the biggest one of all um but even the parameters have changed you know in terms of like 15 20 years ago what was considered great sperm count it's it's less than halved, and now that's acceptable so even when things are looking okay for people and they they're frustrated because they've had the blood test done it's like well everyone's telling me I'm, i'm not getting pregnant and his sperm is fine it might not be great it might not be optimum and I think that's the work that I love to do is let's really look at this you know let's really um not just take yes it's all good for an answer I want to see those numbers I want to talk about what's really going on with you emotionally and you know to do something like the abdominal massage is a really deeply nourishing experience and that can really help the emotional side because for anybody going through fertility whether they're doing it you know, in a natural way, or they're in the system. um, It's, it's a roller coaster, and it's incredibly stressful.
0: And yeah,
1: they need to be nurtured and nourished. But with the abdominal massage, it's a two hour, more than two hour session. It's really nurturing. So it's also working on the nervous system too. you know, I'm bringing in the healing part of things, We're, we're able to, you know, if that person wants to, download or cry it's okay like this is the safe space to do it mm. um and we work really gently in the way that the person feels comfortable but it's it's also very therapeutic in the fact that it's really improving the blood flow into the uterus
0: yeah. it's
1: a line in the uterus you know a misplaced use, uterus is also a really common thing and not seen as any kind of issue when actually if you think about it like the uterus is supposed to be kind of stood up nicely in the body if it's tipped backwards or even folded think about what that's doing to the circulation supply so the blood the the nutrients the hormone signals might not be getting through in a way that's optimal for that body so when we really do the deep massage we're helping to free up get circulation in we i do specific um movements that can help to tip uterus or get it back where it needs to be soften the fascia there's womb steaming as part of the session if that's mm. desired by um the person it's not something they have to do we do other things and also the healing so you know it's practical but it's also that downtime and that focus on the body and mm.
0: um, that i think is a really important part of fertility as well it's um, like ultimate self-care too because I, I i myself like no one ever rubs your tummy like you don't like it was I I do now I rub essential oils into it but like I've never in the past have have made the time or effort to to love that part of my body you know no and I think the further that women go into a fertility journey they
1: can start to be in some cases a real sense of feeling let down by their body Mm. feeling disappointed feeling shame feeling even angry or disconnected Because it it all starts to just, it's all in here. It's, you know, looking at numbers, looking at, you know, basal body temperature charts, looking at, you know, ovulation strips. And it's all very, and
0: it's like, actually, we just need to come down Mm -hmm. and just get in here. And are you okay? really are you okay on that on that energetic level i know like um sacral and solar plexus is like guilt and shame are the ones that block and stifle that area so uh, there's a lot of guilt and shame in 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 your mind thinking into not being able to conceive or you know i'm a woman and this is my natural thing why can't i do this type yeah very deep-seated stuff that that isn't addressed by um modern medicine at all so i love that you're doing this so much so and the chakra
1: work is part of that massage. And so it can be flower essences and whatever, you know, feels right. When you use the energy of flowers in a in a vibrational way, there are flowers that are specific for bringing the light into the mm-hmm. uterus, you know, helping welcome that energy in and or, or clear the blockages that might be stopping. Some women actually don't believe that they can be underneath. You know, there can be those real fears, even if they're trying and yeah. have been trying for a long time um so we're very complex and i'm not trying to say that i you know fix it all but it's like it's a place to start it's a place to just come back to yourself and then teach you some things you can do for yourself at home to remind you it's like come back to your body and give it some love Mm
0: -hmm. even just um like you said this is just a doorway in the, the the seed planted the you know the the knowledge that they can take with them it's amazing and even just the like I three months ago had never heard of womb steaming before and now it is popping into my awareness so much in so many different areas and that's Mm -hmm. one of the parts of the the process that you do there yeah if 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 it's chosen yeah no it's not for everybody they don't
1: necessarily you know want to try it might feel uncomfortable you you're completely covered you're wearing a skirt that I provide There's absolutely no, you know, you actually stay dressed through the massage as well. Um, So, but you know, it's about, it's about you feeling comfortable. So if that's not for you, that's not for you, but I actually really recommend it because it is beautiful and to use the herbs in that way where they're actually crossing the mucous membrane barrier and straight into the pelvis Mm. is incredibly powerful. Yeah. Um, Even
0: just um, for people that uh, this is a conversation I had with someone just on the weekend and the week before is that, even if you're not having babies, just looking yeah. after that part of your body can help to like support and create new ideas. Like you birth oh, new no. ideas into the world. This is not about fertility, yeah. And, and
1: the thing is, when you use the phrase, you know, to have good fertility, I think it is really important to say that, yeah, this is not about having babies because if you have good fertility, that means your hormones are balanced. Mm. And if your hormones are balanced, you are in good health Mm. because that's the first thing to go. So, you know, you can go into then a good menopause. Your bones are protected. Mm. Your cardiovascular system is protected. Your mental health is protected Mm. because I'm at menopause age now. And I have a lot of women around me. I'm now attracting lots of menopause women and they are not okay.
0: Mm. They are
1: not doing okay. And that is also something that you don't have to live with. So, you know, it's like, let's get things balanced. Let's get you in touch because something
0: is is out of whack um, and whatever that takes will will help to get you there. Yeah, I absolutely love that. So that you have given us just the icing of what is, I'm, you know, so much depth to what it is that you do. If people were wanting to, say, look into the herbalism or the balancing of hormones or any of the things you've mentioned today, What advice would you give them? Well, look, I'd I'd say that um,
1: there's different ways to approach if you're interested in learning more. So seeing me in the physical sense um, is obviously an option if people are in Brisbane, but also online, you know, if if you want to approach things that way. Um, I also have online course um I've got one that I've just about finished and it's going to be launched on my site in the next let's say two to three months oh fantastic Um, once it's and that's that could be a way and in if you know you're just wanting to dip your toe in or you're curious Mm. to start to learn about these things because within that course um I'm going to be it's all about teaching you how to read your own body signs like it's about really getting back in touch with who you are so identifying (laughs) sorry Identifying patterns and areas that might need support. So, being able to identify your digestive symptoms, and that includes your poop chart and the appearance of your monthly bleed. What does it look like? What colour is it? You know, has it got clots? All of these things. There can be, if you can identify that you and see what the remedy can be, and it can be culinary herbs. I'm talking like really simple, practical stuff, or walking around too much on cold tiles if you've got really dark bleed with clots it's cold in the pelvis Mm. you know um learning more about yourself like how your hormones play a role in altering your mood and energy and your exercise capacity so that you start to live more cyclically you understand the seasons of your cycle and your strengths and how to play that in terms of planning your life planning your diet planning your work so that you're getting the best out of your own body
0: yes Um, that is super powerful
1: yeah yeah and then you know also like home remedies and um self-care practices and easy things that you can do for yourself all the nutrition and Mm. how you can manage period pain and which supplements are the right things and and what's the actual right dose and in the right forms and you know all these little hacks that i think it's really i want women to know that stuff yeah i wish i'd secret business no and it should be accessible and Mm. I wish i'd known that in my 20s it would have changed my life um but i think so you know that's a way for people to be able to do lots of really great groundwork and get on top of maybe lots of things that they might have going on and um, i also go into the energetics the cycle chakra and how that affects hormones too and um and you know little art exercises and you know looking at your attitude around your periods and just all of these ways that we can really start to get in touch and then if there's still persistent issues afterwards then at least you can identify you've done like 10 visits worth of stuff Mm. just in a course and you can see what's left that still needs to work so um yeah so i would say my approach is a less is more i'm definitely not the kind of practitioner who wants to send people out the door with a bag full of products and that's my blog there about our um, industry now Mm. it's changed a lot and even since I've been out in practice I'm watching it change and change more and there's this is getting more and more clinical and more like the supplements are the answer
0: Mm. and
1: I think that's why I'm so passionate about doing the physical work and the body work because there's so much more to it than this yeah you know the answers are not in the bottom of that supplement bottle they might be helpful but there's so much more and I think the more we empower all females um then they pass that on to their yeah uh, generational yeah yeah. oh I just got goosey. that's exactly it's generational healing
0: Mm, mm, I I love that
1: like my work is is general generational healing for me because I'm providing
0: support in a way that I wanted it You are, you're a teacher, you're a teacher, you're a healer, you're out there spreading the word. And I think, you know, I see and feel that even just by chatting to you and getting more depth to it again is, is just getting down to the roots of it and the roots of the plant and being able to be that plant that's able to heal itself and use the support of others around them, you know, to, to bring themselves into true health. Mm. Yeah. Great. So,
1: um, yeah, I think the last piece of advice I would give to all well people, but you know, let's say females out there is don't, don't be told that everything's fine. If you know, it's not fine, you know, keep searching, get answers, um, look outside the box, you know, see if there's anything that you're missing, but, um, we know we're our own best experts Mm. and we know when something's off. Don't let somebody tell you
0: that you're fine. Um, There's definitely help out there. Um, Such good advice. So good. And like, that's what this um, podcast is all about. is just getting curious and not just accepting that everything is okay. Intuitively listening to yourself to Mm. get the answers and then externally. Exactly. And yeah, even in that course, I put a a blood test cheat sheet
1: so that, you know, get the copies, have a Mm. look. Is it optimal it might be in range but that doesn't mean you're great it means that you're alive you know you don't have a physical disease state that can be diagnosed that doesn't mean you're thriving and so just those tools i think everybody should have access to them and um that's my goal is for you know us to be empowered and not be afraid to ask the questions
0: thank you for creating something so magical (laughs) i can't wait for it to be out
1: (laughs) thank you um so yeah, I think that the last thing, there's been my little play project recently is I developed, well, a couple of uh, herbal teas because I have a, a tea dispensary in my clinic and I'm always mixing teas for people. Um, but I've done a range of two teas and a cacao blend and they're all focused on you know period health, although they're safe for everybody and fine. Mm. Um, but my favorite is the cacao blend because who doesn't like hot chocolate? um okay. so it contains shatavari which in ayurveda is a, a beautiful women's herb mm. um, it helps to modulate the hormones it also increases libido and um, the tagline in ayurveda is for the woman with the capacity for 100 husbands of oh, course so, yeah I know. <laughs> so yeah she definitely has a reputation for that but really nice adrenal nourisher and stress mm. support um and then it also contains rose powder and cardamom and ginger and black pepper oh, and it's delicious. Like ceremonial grade peruvian cacao so it took me a lot of testing which was terrible uh, <laughs> to get it to the flavor i wanted um, but yeah now i now i've got that um as a product and i've been getting so much good feedback about how much it's mm. helping with chocolate cravings or just as an everyday you know uh pep up and also when the period comes like for helping with period pain because like the same um ginger and cardamom which are your culinary herbs they're really good for spasming so they really help to calm things down and that goes for your muscles when you tense um so yeah that's a fun thing that i've got
0: on my site now and also for sale at the clinics that i practice Fantastic. I actually can't wait to try some of that. When you first told me about it, I'm like so much. Yes, (laughs) it's pretty good. Awesome. And where are your clinics at the moment that you're operating out of? You said Brisbane. I'm in Brisbane. So
1: I normally I'm practicing out of Ashgrove in my home clinic. Unfortunately, our house flooded. So I've been really lucky that I've been able to take up extra days at my Paddington place Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a beautiful women's collective of healers. It's called the Spirit Space Collective. And it's, um, yeah, just in the middle of Paddington. The details are on my website. Mm-hmm. And then I practice also up at North Lakes, uh, which is nice. where I practice for many years. And so I see my regular patients up there once a week. Um, and and I practice online. So, you know, I have a lot of online uh, clients too.
0: Yeah, wonderful. I would love to say thank you so, so much for your time today and all of your knowledge and all that you're doing in the world as the healer, the teacher, and I'm looking forward to this course as well.
1: Thank you. And also, if anybody um, did want to make a book in, I was going to say for the whole of April, if you mention that you listen to the podcast,
0: then I'm happy to give a 10% discount on, on my services. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. All the details. Um, will be in the website, which will be below on any of the recordings that you are listening to or watching. So thanks again, Michaela, and thank you, listeners. Thank you. It's really nice to chat. Bye. Bye.